So today's daf is Ayin Zayin, and Eruvin, we left off yesterday uh, on uh, Ayin Vav Amud Bet at the bottom, the new Mishnah. We're discussing, basically, uh, the, the topic of this parak is, has been, is um, the uh, unification of two chatserot that are adjacent to one another. So, Kota Sheben Shte Chatserot Gavo Asavo Chavar Ba. So this is different than what we saw in the first Mishnah of the parak. The first Mishnah of the parak described uh, an opening between the wall uh, that separates two chatzirot and how that allows them, if they want, if they want, it allows them to become one and to unify as one chatzir. Otherwise, they can't pass things, let's say, over the wall and so on. Now, if they have a wall in between them without any opening in it, but it's gavoa, so it's ten fachim high and it's rochav it's, it's got a width, it's got a thickness of four. So, that excludes the, that precludes the possibility of, um, Precludes them from making one eruv. In other words, they're not allowed to uh, to make one eruv because that wall uh, completely di- you know divides between them. Let's say there were fruits or it could be anything really on top of this wall. So either like basically that the wall itself is like a neutral area. So somebody could come from either one of these chatzerot and go on the roof onto that wall and eat what is, whatever is up there or do whatever. But the thing is, it says, they can't bring it down, anything from there, into their respective chatzerot. It's like a neutral zone, so you can't, you're not supposed to bring anything up. Well, we're going to discuss bringing things up there, but basically you can't bring anything down from there for sure. <clears throat> and so that's because it's a, it's a, it has to stay a neutral zone, basically. But they can't carry anything from one chatzer to the other because they're totally separate chatzer. If there is an opening in this wall, the wall breaks open. So now, so then that reopens the possibility of unifying these chatzer. Just like if there is an opening in the wall itself. So we know that a breach in the wall that is up to 10 amot is considered like a doorway. That's always true. Whenever you, let's say you have a, a backyard, that is fenced in and there's an opening, it's less than 10 amot, meaning it has, the, the opening is less than 15 feet uh, wide. So then it's not considered a breach in the wall. The wall is still considered intact because you could just look at that as a doorway. It's just an entrance into the area. So if they have that in this wall that's between the two chatzot, then fine. Now they have the option to unify again. But if, uh, what happens like this, that because um, it's like an opening, but there can be a point where two chatzirot are forced to become one. So you have three categories. You have a category of situation where the wall is completely intact. It's tall and it's a thick wall and it divides between the two chatzirot so they have no option at all of unifying. Then you have the, the situation, but, but the top of the wall is like a neutral area. If you want to go sit on the top of the wall and, and, and eat whatever is up there, it's okay. Now you have the second uh, case is where there's a breach in the wall, but it's only a, a breach that's less than 15 feet wide. Less than ten amot wide, so that means that you can um, that you can it, that it's considered a doorway. And once you have a doorway between the two chatzerot, if they want to unify into one chatzer and make an eruv all of them together, that's fine. And if they don't want to, they don't have to. And then the third case is where the opening is so wide that the wall is considered non-existent because the wall is broken more than ten amot of a breach. Now they have no choice. Now they are considered one chatzer because that wall is useless because that's such a large opening. Okay, that's those are the three cases of Mishnah. Talks about now. Gemara says in Bar Ba Amai. So the, the Mishnah specifies.
specifies a case where the wall is 10 tfachim high and it is 4 tfachim of thickness. What if it's thinner than that? What if, okay, now we know that to make a mechitza, anytime in halacha you make a wall, it always has to be 10 tfachim high. That's for sure. But you usually don't have a thickness measurement. Like we're, we're, So the thickness, what if it's thinner than that, uh, than, um, than 4 tfachim? So Amar Rav, Rav says, Avir Rav goes to an extreme of stringency. He says, why does it specify four tfachim of thickness? Because if it's less than that, it's actually worse. Because now it's considered not a neutral zone, but actually a zone that belongs to both chatzerot. means that each one's power is over this area. And you can't have that. You can't have an area of mixed uh, a control and therefore you can't move anything on top of the wall. So even if you left, let's say they decided, the people of the Chatzot decided to leave candies for the kids up there. I don't know, they're going to climb up there. So if it's th- for a month wide, so then no problem, you can go sit up there, do whatever you want on the wall. Fort Vachim, sorry. Fort Vachim, thick. Then you can go and use the area. That's a big area. It's in a Fort Vachim. Not that big. 32 centimeters? Fort Vachim. This is a Tefach. It's eight to ten centimeters. Right. So thirty-two to forty. It's a couple of. It's a couple of feet. It's like a. It's like you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, most mechitzot are not that big. So you, you know. So the, like. Uh, so the point is like this is is less than that. This table is less than that. Okay. Right? It's probably it's probably this much. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so if you so the the point is that there's enough space there we can call it a neutral zone. But if it's less than that, Rob says it's basically a double. Uh, it belongs to both chatzot, and that's worse. Belonging to nothing is okay because you can't have shared areas. You can't have shared areas without an eruv. And since they can't make an eruv because they're separate areas, so that a shared area is bad. It's like a public area. That's the problem. If it's a neutral zone with its own identity as neutral, that's okay. But if it's a shared zone, that's a problem. Neutral means what? Means nobody owns. Nobody at all. Yeah, it's nothing. It's considered nothing. So that's okay. So, but but once it becomes belonging to both, now it's a problem. So like we've always seen, like whenever you have a chatzir, let's say, for example, that one person doesn't participate in the Eruv, so now that means that it's owned by two people, the conglomerate of the nine houses that joined and the one guy, then it's always a problem. So, the, so Rav says it's more strict. You can't move anything up there. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Elo malin mikad v'chleiv, Elo malin mikad v'chleiv. He says, no, the opposite. Now you can take something from your chatzir, from chatzir aleph, and go up onto this very narrow ledge of this wall and eat up there. And the other guy can come from his uh, area and he can come bring things from there and, and he can sit up there. In other words, it's the opposite. It becomes more lenient because in the case of the four tefach thick wall, you weren't allowed to bring anything up there, but you're allowed to go up there and walk around and use it and have stuff up there that everyone could use on that, on that pathway, on top of the wall. But, it, it, but you weren't allowed to bring something from the, from the chatzir to the top of the wall. Now you're allowed even to bring something up, because it's thinner. So now the Gemara is going to say, Tanan, it says in the Mishnah, it says in the Mishnah that you can go up there and eat from either side of the wall, but it says olin in. It says you can go up malin lo, but it says you can't bring anything from your chazer. So so Rabbi Yochanan explains the Mishnah perfectly. He says the Mishnah is talking about a wall that is four tfachim thick, right? So therefore, he says you're you're not allowed to bring anything up, but you're allowed to go up there. However. If it doesn't have four by four, in other words, the area up there is thin, is thinner. It's not as thick. So then, ma'alin nami, you can even bring things up there. In other words, Rabbi Yochanan is saying that a thinner wall is more lenient. According to Rav, a thinner wall is worse. Okay. Now the azda 
Rabbi Yochanan Tamein. Rabbi Yochanan follows his own reasoning. Because when Rabbi Mi came from Israel, he said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan the following. We've seen this, we saw this in Masechet Shabbat. This is called Mekom Pitur, an area of exemption. What it means is an area which does not qualify as a Rashut Rabim, does not qualify as a Rashut Yachid, and also doesn't qualify as Carmelite, because even a Carmelite has certain requirements. It has to be at least uh, the, the four, by, four Tfachim squared to qualify as a, as a Carmelite. It has to be some space. It can't be tiny. So if you had, let's say, a pillar, that's why they say oh, if you, you realize you're carrying something in Rishut Rabim and, and you see a mailbox, you see a, or you see a, um, a fire hydrant, whatever, something which is a small space and it's elevated above the Rishut Rabim. So it's not part of the Rishut Rabim because not low and it is not wide enough to be Rishut HaYachid or to be Karmelit even because even a Karmelit has to be a big space it's just a big space that doesn't have inclo- isn't enclosed but it has to be a large enough space it's a narrow space so that's called Mekom Petur you could put something on Mekom Petur if you drop it on the ground you brought it into the Rishut HaRabim but if you put it on this thing which is neither Rishut HaRabim nor Rishut HaYachid nor a Karmelit because even a Karmelit has to be a space of significance so then you're okay so that's what Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan was saying if there's some entity in the Rishut that is between the Rishut HaRabim and the Rishut HaYachid, and it's defined as it's a neutral area right so it's too small basically it's not part of the Rishut Abim. it's elevated from the Rishut Abim. it's not enclosed like Rishut HaYachid it's in between Rishut Abim and Rishut HaYachid and it's small area so it won't even be a Karmelit because it's too small so it's, he says people from the Rishut Abim can put things on there people from the Rishut HaYachid can put things on there it's in between the only thing is it would be like a little area in between let's say the house or the building and the outside, a small area that's elevated from the Rishut Rabim, but it's not Rishut HaYachid. says you can put things on there, but you can't Shiloh Yachlifu. You can't play a trick that the Rishut Rabim guy will come and he'll put it on this Makom Petur. And then the Rishut HaYachid guy will come and he'll take it from there. Technically, that would be okay. Because the guy who was in the Rishut Rabim didn't, you know, moved something to a Makom Petur, which is okay. And the guy who brought it into the Rishut Yachid is also bringing from the Makom Petur to Rishut Yachid. Technically, it would be okay, but since they are getting accustomed to transferring items from Rishut Rabim to Rishut Yachid and vice versa, so then it becomes prob- people will skip the middle step and they will end up carrying things back and forth. Oh, so they didn't allow the, it. If the wall is thinner than four Tafakhid. Right. Yes, that's the What case, about right? it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so if, so it's if not it's, a Karmelit, it's not Rashut Yachid, and it's, it's not Rashut Harabim. If it's a Rashut Harabim here, and this is the house, and this is the wall that we talk about, then it belongs to the... Well, this wall that we're talking about is between two Chatzirot, that's not in a Rashut Harabim. So there's no Rashut Harabim near... No, we're not talking about that, but they're okay. bringing another case to illustrate the this idea. Oh, okay. In other words, Rabbi Yochanan, in another context, we learned in Masechet Shabbat, yeah. says that some if you have an elevated platform sort of thing, or pillar or something, right. a pillar that is... It wouldn't be high enough, but right, a mailbox. It has to be high enough that it's over more than three tvachim above the ground, but it's not large enough that it could qualify as Karmelit or as Rishut Yachid. Okay, because if it's a if it's very big, actually, it's like Rishut Yachid already. Yeah, so it has to be so 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 basically, if you have this wall and it's very thin wall, it's not going to be a Karmelit because it doesn't have enough space. It's not going to be a Rishut Yachid because it's not it doesn't have enough area. It'll be a Makom and that's what. And you see that in general, Rabbi Yochanan says Makom is okay. So then the question is, Are you telling me that Rav doesn't subscribe to the idea of Makom how, how could he not agree? So why doesn't he say that the wall between the two Chatzirot is 
also Makom Petor says, Ibish, we go there, why Tachinami, you're right. If we were talking about biblical laws, you're absolutely right. But here we're talking about Chatzerot, which is all rabbinic. Sometimes the rabbis have to enforce their rules more strictly than the Torah because people will not take it seriously. So they had to be more strict. So Rav is saying we're going to be more religious, so to speak, about the wall between two chatzerot, which is totally rabbinic because it's really all Rishut HaYachid because it's all enclosed. We're going to be more strict than we are about the, 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 uh, the mitzvot of the Torah because the Torah people are afraid to, to, to mess with it but the rabbinic ones, they'll take it more lightly. But the halacha actually follows Rabbi Yochanan anyway. So Amar Abba says, and what should it say here according to the correction on the side? It should say, Bar, oh, Bar Ravuna. So, Amar Abba Bar Ravuna, Amar Rav Nachman, Kota Shebeish Tei Chatzirot, Sidur Achad Gavua Asurat Fachir, Sidur Achad Shavila Aretz. So you have a situation like this, that you have um, a, a wall in between two chatserot, but one chatser is more elevated from ground level than the other one. So if you're standing in chatser Aleph, you see a 10 tefach high wall. But if you're standing in Chatzir Bet, you only see a five tefach high wall because you're, because you're, because the wall starts in, in, in Chatzir Aleph, ground level, and, and, and you're, you're more elevated, okay? So, notnin oto lazeh shavela aretz, mishum tashmisho benachat, tashmisho kasha, because in one Chatzir, it's easy for them to use this wall because it's slower. Yeah. Right? So therefore, it's given to them. They're allowed to use it. And anytime you have a situation where one has an ease of access and one has a difficulty, so we always assume that it goes to the one that has ease of use. We're going to consider that. So even though this 10 tefach, this is a different question than what we had before because the issue before was, can these two chatserot unite together, right? right? Now we're not talking about that. They have a 10 tefach wall between them, so really they wouldn't normally be able to Unite. Now the question is who can use the top of the wall? Because when it's just a 10 tefach wall in between them and they want to use the top of the wall to sit, to eat, whatever. So that's, a, that's what we're talking about now. Now we're saying if you have a 10 tefach wall between them, these two chatzerot are not going to be able to unite with each other because they have a 10 tefach wall between them, even though it's only a 10 tefach wall on one side. The other side is, but the other side will be able to use the top of the wall and the people in the chatzer that see a 10 tefach wall because they have a lower ground level, they're not going to be able to use the top of the wall at all. Amar of Shizvi, and now you have the opposite, or, the, or you should say the corollary of that. Amar of Nachman, that if you have a ditch between two chatzirot, on one side it is ten tvachim deep, and the other side it's close to the ground or equal to the ground. In other words, again, you have a situation where one chatzir has a lower ground level, so for them, the lower ground level, the ditch is a very small hole in the ground. And the, and the, uh, the elevated one, it's going to be very deep from their, from their side. So it divides between the two chatzirot, that's for sure. But the question is, who gets to use the ditch? So you're going to give it to the one that has it closer. Because it doesn't even say the whole uh, point. The Gemara usually will spell out the whole thing. But it doesn't want to repeat itself in this particular case. So it says that since one side has ease of use and one side has difficulty using it because you're going to use a 10 tefach deep ditch to put things, it's going to be hard. So um, the one that has the most ready access, when you have a wall in between the two sides that is 10 tefachim on both sides, so it's easily, it's equally difficult for both of them to get up there. So neither one gets precedent. But here, the precedence is going to go to the one that is closer to it. Uh, and what do we give it to them? What does meaning mean? they're allowed to use it and the other chatzir is not allowed to use it. Like we said before about using a top of the wall, that they're both allowed to use the top of the wall when it's right. in between them. So here it's saying, 
since one side has ease of access, we assume it really the use of it goes to them. Yeah, yeah, that's what that means. Yeah, exclusively, exclusively, right? And this is necessary. We need both cases, the ditch and the wall, because because if we only knew about the wall, because people will go up to the you know we'll we'll put things. Yeah, they're going to place things on top of the wall to get them out of the way or whatever, right? However, aval. Uh, but we'll say that, you know, you might say that when it comes to a ditch, not many people put things in a ditch. You know, people might put things on the wall yes, to keep them safe, keep them out of the way. So there you might say, well, that's really a zechut. So we're going to give that zechut to, you know, the party that has the most ready access and say, well, that really belongs to you. But the ditch, who cares? You know, but, and if we only knew about the ditch, because that's not a scary use. Meaning, if you put something on the wall, you never know if it's going to stay on there. It could fall off. A ditch, at least you know it's not going anywhere, right? So you'll say maybe there we give that right to the to the chater that has easier access, but the but uh, but but the wall it's shaky for both sides because either person could put something on the wall, a wind blows and it breaks it, so maybe both are equally at risk. So we're not going to give that zechut to one or the other. So that's why you need both cases. In both cases. Whoever has the easiest access to the top of the wall, if, or I should say this way, if one side has easier access to the wall than the other, then they get the, uh, they get the rights to it. If one has easier access to the ditch than the other, they get the rights to it to exclude meaning exclusive rights, and, and the other chatzir doesn't get to use it at all, even though if they had equally difficult access, they would both. They would both get equal rights to it. Now, Balimato, what if you want to lower the light? Let's say you have this 10 tevach wall in between your chatzerot. And you live in chatzer aleph or bet or whatever, it doesn't matter. And you say, you know, if we had an advantage in using this wall, it would be ours. Let's claim an advantage to the wall. How can they do it? Balimato, we can raise, basically, the first thing Gemara is going to assume it means elevate our ground level so we're closer to the top of the wall and then we get the rights to the top of the wall. We want that. So they decided to do that. So If they create a four tefach, Rashi says it's just a length along the wall. That if you had, let's say the wall could be as long as, it doesn't matter. But you have te- four tefachim along that you have elevated from the ground. So you are closer to the top than the people in the other chatzir, the adjoining chatzir. So now you're going to get to, uh, you know, to, to, to have exclusive rights to that top. That's a good deal. Right? The imlav, if you don't make a four tefach area along the side of the wall, so then you're not, it's not it's enough, step. right? En mishtamesh, it was gonna get to that, but en mishtamesh, miut. You can only use the part where you diminished it. In other words, if you take, uh, whatever, you elevate the ground for four tefachim, okay? This is the wall. Let's say for a foot, basically, right? This, this is the wall. Right. What do you do? Along the along the ground, you elevate you, the ground. You add earth right. here. Right, right. That's what it's assuming right now, that you add earth or something to elevate the ground for a foot of the length of the wall, basically. Four tfakhi, it's about a foot. Just this right? much, let's say. It just has to be part of it. And then all of a sudden, the entire top of the wall belongs to that chatzir because they made one area that's elevated that they're closer to the top of the chatzir. But it has to be at least four tfakhim long. If they made only three tfakhim no. uh, elevated, so now they can use that part... They get the, they they get to use that part exclusively, but the rest of it not. So if they put a fourth okay. of him here, they can use this whole. Top they can of use the, the entire top of the wall now. All of a sudden, that's not fair. Right? Yeah, so it doesn't seem fair, right? Now, um, the other guy can do play the same game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, they could. Nobody said otherwise. Now, man, wait a second. But the, but the last halacha doesn't make sense because 
Now, if you're going to tell me that raising the ground helps for the area, in other words, if you didn't make a length of four tvachim, you only made three tvachim length along, along the wall, uh, let's say nine inches instead of a foot, you only made nine inches yeah. uh, along, the, uh, along the wall that you elevated from the ground, you're going to say, well, that part belongs to the, co- belongs to the chatzir that they, uh, that they made the elevation, but the rest of it not. Right. But if it's not a good elevation, then none of it should, then it shouldn't work even for that part of the wall. Exactly. Why should it give them anything? Yeah. So the Gemara says, Amaravina Ravina says, you're right. We're not talking about where you uh, elevated the ground. We're talking about where you lowered the wall itself. Rashi says, We're not talking about raising the floor, because raising the floor, unless you have at least four tfachim along the, along the length of the, of the wall, it doesn't mean anything. We're talking about on the top. You, okay. Yeah, you took you took the top off. So no, but now he explains the difference. He says, if you lower, if you if you lower for fourth fachim, in other words, you lower from the top. Okay, that It's considered like a door. Okay, it's considered like an opening for the whole thing. Okay, but but Pitcha, right? But if if it's if it's but if you don't lower if you don't lower four tvachim along, right? So he says, um, then you're only going to you're going to allow yourself. You're still allowed to use the top of the wall, but it's not considered to be a door in the wall. Okay, so the um, so the point is that if you wanted to uh, to lower the the uh, the, top. the top from the top, so then it makes a difference. In other words, if you're doing from the bottom, if you're raising the floor, right. so then you have to have at least four tfachim to really claim that you made a difference uh, raising the floor. But if you're lowering from the top, if you're taking parts off the top, so if you lowered it four tfachim, then we could say that that exactly. m- makes the entire door, that the entire wall belongs to them. But if they lowered only three tvachim along, still you could use that area because that area is now within your uh, is now within your grasp, but it won't affect the rest of the wall. It will only affect that one small area where you diminish the wall and that part of the wall is lower and is within your reach, but the rest of it is not going to be affected by that. Okay, Amar Yechiel, Yechiel said, If you turn over a bowl or a basin or whatever whatever it is on the, uh, on the bottom of the wall, next to the wall, that can also lower the height of the wall. But why is that? That's something that somebody could move on Shabbat. It's something that could just be moved around. How is that really affecting the height of the wall? Because you put something next to the wall for five minutes? How could that be? It says, It's talking about where you attached it to the ground. But still, that wouldn't work. We learned, If you put a, uh, like a um, unripe fig in straw in order for it to ripen, okay, and, the, and obviously the, the straw is mukze, and you're, you're, you know, because it's, uh, it, it's used normally for making bricks, Rashi says, so normally you wouldn't be able to uh, move it, or you put a cake or some kind of, of, of uh, baked good that you put it into coals, even though the coals are now no longer uh, are no longer burning, but it's mukze still. If it's if it's um, exposed, nitelit b'shabbat, you can take it on Shabbat. Meaning that it, even though it is in something mukze, you could still pull it out if you're able to grab it. It's no problem. So so to here, even if you put something on the ground and you put it in tightly, so you're worried that you're moving the ground when you when you pick it up. But the fact is that if you can grab onto it without touching that and you indirectly move the ground, it's not a problem. 
So even though you put an object next to the wall, you didn't really change you the like, height of the wall. You like putting a step next to a wall too, to be able to... Sort of, yeah. But you, temporarily or whatever, yeah. So, we're talking about where it had lips, where the where, where the, the, the kli, the, the vessel that you put there, digs into the ground. So you're actually going to be like digging into the ground and it will, inevitably when you pick it up. But it says, even there, my, that wouldn't make a difference. We've learned this many times, actually, that if you stick a turnip or radish in underneath a vine, in other words, underneath a grapevine, so there are several different issues with doing that. You're not allowed to plant mixed right, seeds right, in a vineyard. Right. You're not allowed to... Um, it says, If some of the leaves on top are still sticking out of the ground, You don't have to worry about kilaim. You don't have to worry about... It's not really considered planting, because you're just storing it in the ground, basically. Storage. Right, storage. Yeah. You don't mean to plant it. So it's still sticking out, and it's not kilaim. So it's not kilaim. It's not maser, meaning if it grows a little bit more, you don't have to give extra maser on that now. You know, maybe it added on to its growth by sticking it in the ground. You don't have to worry about shvi'it, meaning shemitah, you don't have to worry about either, right? And you can even pull it out of the ground on Shabbat. So you see, even though you're going to move the dirt, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So if you put this vessel next to the wall on Shabbat, it's not going to have to stay there. And if it's not going to have to stay there, then you can't really say you diminish the wall just because you put something next to it. You're not planning to move. Whatever you want to... The point is that if it's movable on Shabbat in a permissible way, then it's not considered attached. So, a short time. So to, because they, would, they didn't... Meaning they could put it in for a couple of days and they could pull it out on Shabbat. Yeah, it's just... It was like storage. It's like storage. Yeah. So, there's, uh, so it says, the answer is, Anytime you would need means you need tools. In other words, if you would have to dig this out of the ground, then it's really considered attached because you can't dig into the ground on Shabbat. That's for sure. So if it's so attached that you would need to dig it out of the ground, so then really it is attached. So if you have like a bathtub or whatever, they're thinking of a sefil really usually means a, like, a, a, like a, a bowl or whatever, but... I mean, you know, in, in, in Gemara language, usually it means some kind of a smaller vessel, but it could be bigger, right? So if you put this against the wall, and obviously it would have to be four tfachim long, right? So it would be, it would be large, long. So ha- if you attached it to the ground such that you would need tools digging into the ground to remove it, so then it's really considered to lower the height of the wall because that thing is like permanently there. Not, I mean, nothing's permanent. You, can, you, you could dig it out, but you wouldn't be able to dig it out on Shabbat. Now, if you have an Egyptian ladder, that doesn't lower the uh, wall. But if you have one from a Tyrian ladder, from Tzor, so then it does lower the wall. What, what, are, the, what is a Mitzri, what is a Tzor? We don't know, so you're going to have to find out. <laughs> okay? So now is it, so, so what, what is the Egyptian uh, ladder? Right, go to uh, Ace Hardware, ask them, can I have an Egyptian ladder, please? They would, like, you know, they'll say, what is it? They'll say, Echida Mesulama Mitzri. Right? If it has less than four rungs, that's called an Egyptian ladder. They didn't, they didn't have a lot of rungs on the ladder, small ladder. Okay? That is enomimaet. That's not going, because it, the, 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 um, rungs are too far apart. So it has to be something solid on the bottom. If you have something solid on the bottom, so, uh, so then you, uh, uh, then it will lower the, uh, height of the wall because it's actually, it has to come from the ground up, like we've learned before. Anything within three tzvachim of the ground in order to be considered attached to the ground. But here the rungs are separated out by a lot. 
So they, this is, so they're not considered that way. The Sulam Mitzri. What's the reason why it doesn't diminish the height of the wall? Because it's something that can be moved around that Shabbat. It's light. It's easy to move. So apparently the lower rung was within three Tfachim of the ground, but it was lighter because it had less rungs. It's not because of the, set, the space between the rungs. Right? It's because of the lightness of it. And since it's easily movable on Shabbat, it's not going to be considered to diminish the height of the wall because it's something, it's like a stepladder that you move around all the time. Okay? If that's true, then even the Tyrian one, the one from Tzor should also. But Hatam There, the weight of it makes it fixed. In other words, you don't move, there are very heavy ladders. The Tyrian one is very heavy. So if you put it against the wall, you weren't going to be moving it on Shabbat. Rashi says it's not, it's not because it's a sword to move it. It's just saying a person won't normally move it. It's very heavy. Others say no, because it's so heavy, it's actually muktzeh. What, what, right? What's wrong with the yeah. Egyptian ladder that doesn't It's light, strong? so it doesn't... So since it's moved around all the time, it would be like taking a step, la- a chair here it's to climb up on the... Yeah, it has no... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you can't say, ups, look, I, I diminished the wall. I put a step ladder next to it. You but if you put an upside-down pot for Tefak, why is it... Only if you attach it to the ground. Oh, That's what we said before. It has to be so oh, attached that you have to dig it out of the ground. That was the whole point. Anything that's movable... Anything that's movable on Shabbat doesn't wouldn't work, be. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's why I said. Basically, the Sulam Mitzri has only f- less than four rungs. It's not because of the space between them. It's because of the lightness of light. the. It's a light thing. It's like it's one of those little ladder. step ladders yeah, that they use yeah, to reach yeah. high shelves in the store. It's not something heavy. So that so that's why it's not going to. You're not going to say, "Oh, I diminished the height of the wall because I put a step ladder." That well, that wouldn't be. Now, um, it, it, so now Gemara says, "Amar Abayi says." Let's say you go back to, let's go back to the, to, the to, fully tall wall of 10 Tvachim. So what did you do? You, now we said in the Mishnah that that effectively makes it impossible for the two Chatserot to unite into one. Because there is a large, uh, high wall between them. They can't unite into one. They might be able to use the top of the wall, but they can't unite into one. However, if you put... A sulam, you put a ladder that is four tfachim wide, let's say a foot wide on one side, okay? And a sulam on the other side as well, four tfachim wide. So both sides have diminished the height of the wall basically and made it accessible. So what it means is that let's say the people in one chatzir put their, uh, put a ladder, okay, four tfachim wide to help them reach the top of the wall, okay? And then three tfachim over from that, the people on the other side made a ladder also that helps them reach the top of the wall. So now they can go, a person can climb up from one side, go go down the other side, and, and it's like they made a staircase uniting the two chatzerot. So that will allow them now to make eruve chatzerot as long as... Well, we'll see in a second. Just you have to be patient. You have to be patient. Okay. So there's it, it's saying only if there's less than three tvachim in the middle. Below amaran That's only a non-thick wall. A thin wall, the two um, ladders have to be close to each other because you're going to go from one to the other directly. There's no real, there's no real place to stand up there. Okay, but a thick one, even if the two ladders are far separated from each other, it's okay because basically a person will come from Chatzir Aleph up to the top. There's a walkway there 
They feel that's, that's stable because it's wide. They walk over to the other ladder. They go down to Chatzer Bet. But if, they're very, if it's very narrow there, it's going to be scary to go from one ladder to the other uh, if you have to walk along the wall. So they ha- it has to be right next to each other so that you can go from one to the other. That's the reason. It has to basically, essentially what it's saying is it has to form. Being less than three Tvachim means it's basically considered one thing. Like if they're within three Tvachim, so it's like it's one staircase going up down. As opposed to if there are two separate staircases... One on this side and one on the other side, so then you have to walk along the wall, and that might be precarious for some people. Amar of Bevai Ba'abaye, but not Yitzdaba. What? Precarious, dangerous? Yeah. Amar, Amar. So which case, which one they can join? That will make people. If it's four or. I'm going to hand out Oxford the English Dictionary before the class. <laughs> uh, yeah, what we say? How did which at which case they can join? If the wall is wider than four. In both three? cases they can join. The oh, question is join, huh? if they have only if they have access. In other words, if on there's a ladder sides. on both sides. So if the wall is thick. So then you can have the ladders don't have to be lined up with each other. Yeah. There could be a ladder from Chatzir Aleph to the top and a ladder from Chatzir Bet to the top. Yeah. And then you can walk along the wall and go down and it's yeah. no problem. But if it's very thin, a person's not going to want to walk along like a tightrope walk uh, to yeah. the second ladder. So they have to be very close to each other. Oh, but they could unite now. Now, let's say you made a, uh, like a platform on top of a platform. What it means is that you have a platform on the ground level next to the wall. And then there's another platform on stilts sort of uh, elevated above the platform that's on the ground. Yep. Okay? So if the itztaba, if that platform on the bottom on the ground is four tfachim wide or some, uh, the, most of the commentaries actually say it has to be four by four tfachim <laughs> and I think that here even Rashi might, might say that. Does he say that here? I'm not sure. But he says, no, here he also says it has to be only a four tfachim long. Okay, but other mafashim say it has to be four by four. The point is that if the, if the part on the bottom is four tfachim wide, the, the piece on the bottom is four tfachim wide, v'yesh, oh, v, uh, then mima'it, inam en batachton ha'arba'ah, even if the, if the platform on the bottom is not four tfachim long, but v'yesh belyon but the one on the top is. In other words, you have to imagine that you have, um, that you have a, uh, yeah, look here, I have one here. Like if you look, they have a colored picture here where it shows, that there's a platform here okay. and there's a platform on the bottom. That's right. So, pla- so right. So if it's long, okay, it, if this is four tfachim long, so it, it already diminished the height of the wall because that platform is built there permanently, okay. On the other hand, if it is um, the bottom, this is less than oh. four tfachim, but this is four tfachim long, uh, but there's not okay. space in between these two, so they're all considered to be like the same entity. Right? So that's, so you'll be able to use the top, the, the length of the top will work. Right? It says, But there's no space between. So that the upper ledge that you created is wider. The lower one is narrower, but they're, since they're connected by less than three tvachim space between the two, so they can all be united together. So they're all one entity. So you're good. Right? So then you can, so then you can say that that's going to, um, that's going to lower the wall. If you have a sulam, you have a, a ladder that it's, um, that it's, uh, uh, it's, um, uh, what do you call it? Rungs are spaced out because the reason Rashi says the reason why it has to say that is because they called also madrigot sulam. They called even regular stairs sulam. So when it talks about a sulam, that it's that it's uh, rungs are flying, it means because they are they have space between them. Meaning as opposed to a, an actual staircase, right? It right it has space in between, right? 
if the bottom rung ha- is fourth fachim wide, so then mima'et, that's good enough because it's, it's close to the ground and it's fourth fachim wide. Or maybe the bottom rung doesn't. Maybe it's, a, it's narrow on the bottom. But the upper rung is four. And there's not a space of three tvachim between them, so then they can all be united. In other words, the point that it's saying is like this, that you need to have a length of four tvachim along the side of the wall to lower the height of the wall, but that length could actually be higher up. In other words, if you have something that's shaped in a V sort of a shape, even though what's on the bottom is not four tvachim wide, if what's on the top is four tvachim wide and there's not, an, there's not a lot of space in between the rungs of the ladder, let's all say. So that's all one unit. So even though the actual length of four is up here, it can it can affect down here, and it can make it it, it can diminish the height. Very, very unstable. It would be unla- unstable. That's for sure. This, yeah. This is greater than that. It's not one. But it has to be a very. In order for it to work, it has to be heavy and it has to be permanent. So it will be okay. You'll have oh, to so have it. Yeah, it won't permanent. be like a shaky ladder that you put scale. there. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a ziz means a, a protrusion that's four by four tvachim. Now here we're talking about not only is it four in length, but it also extends four tvachim. So it's a it's a ledge, and you put a ladder against it, that will diminish the height of the wall. Okay, Rashi says, Even if the sulam, the ladder, is not wide, okay, and you put it on the ground, so we're saying like this, that you have, a, you have a ladder that could be a very narrow ladder. The whole ladder is narrow in this case. Right. Okay, the whole ladder is very narrow, and but the... The rungs of the ladder are close together. They're not more than three tvachim. And it leans on this ledge. It, it's, it, it's on this ledge. So now that means the ledge and the ladder are all one entity. So it's and considered... The and the ledge is four by four tvachim. So it'll be good. Right? That's only if you put it right on that ledge. But if you put the... Um, if you put the uh, next, to uh, next to it instead of directly on it, it won't work because it's not extending. It's only making it wider. As she says, Laziz, it's only making that protrusion wider. But good. it's not going to... No, but you want to diminish below. You have to diminish the height of the wall. And the, what you're doing is you're trying to combine two things. You're trying to take the dimensions of the ledge yeah. and use the height of the ladder. Normally, the thing that diminishes the height of the, of the wall has to be on the ground. It has to be from the ground up. Right, so normally, if the, so, if the ladder were wide by itself, so it would do the job. Here, the ladder is narrow, so what's giving it dimension is the protrusion on okay, top, okay. right? But you're using the fact that the ladder is attached to the ground to to imagine as if that those dimensions of the ledge on top are extending all the way down. But if you put the ladder next to the ledge, so you can't now imagine that the ledge is extending all the way down because the ladder is uh, next to it; it's not under it. This picture right? is no good. Then. This, this next That's the yeah right exactly. Next to is not going to work. Okay, Amar Av Nachman, Amar Av Ravua, Kotel Tisha Asar. If you have a nineteen tefach high wall, Tzarich Ziz Echad Lehatziro, you only need one ledge to permit it. In other words, you can have this this step where the 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 um the ledge is is under the tenth fachim from the ground. Then you put this ladder, and you're gonna and you're gonna diminish the height of the wall. And beyond that, there's only another ninth fachim, so it's not a problem. It's less than tenth fachim above that point. However, if you have something which is esrim, right? Kotel esrim, you're going to need to have 
uh, two ledges in order to permit that, meaning in order to allow it to become uh, either to allow the two chatzerot to share on either side or to allow it to become the possession of one of them. Of chist- the 19, uh-huh. has to be in the middle. It has to be in the middle, exactly. And that will only work if they're not right next to each other. Now, in order to, to visualize this, it's probably better to use the picture, but basically what it's talking about is like this. You have a ledge that, let's say, at the nine tefach mark, Okay, yeah, you climb up one ladder to that, and then you have to have it meaning they're not, it's not two ledges on top of each other, but what you have is you go up to one ledge, and then there's another ledge that's, let's say, over here, and you walk up the steps to that ledge, and then you can go from that ledge, you can get to the top of the wall. That, in that situation, you would be, you have like a double staircase um, that you're able to get to the top of the wall. Let me see if they have a picture here, too, of that. <laughs> and these colored pictures, I like them, too. Yeah, so it has, um, yeah, here it is. <coughs> yeah, it has it here, see? Yeah, it has a double, double, uh, yeah, double, um, a double staircase. See, do you see that? Double staircase there. So you go up to here, and then you go from there up to this ledge, and then you can get to the top. Now, if both sides had a setup like that, you could actually have a situation where the entire, even though they have a 20, uh, a 20 tefah high wall, they can actually uh, com- become one chatzir because they each have this double staircase that unites them. But if one side just wants to keep the top of the wall for their own use, that's what they would need in order to say that it is their own exclusive use um, and that they have the ease of access because they've diminished the height of the wall from their side to be able to reach up there. You could also use that as a method of unifying the two chatzirot by having a staircase that re- provides access from one chatzir to the other very easily um, using these uh, using these ledges. Okay. That's what I said. We'll get to here tomorrow.